Welcome to the podcast with Face, Pat, and Tiz. Fixing all the same at the club. This nigga is at the club. All right, hold on one second. I'm gonna go grab. I'll be right back. Okay. Me rolling up. Rolling. Rolling. Rolling up. I'm about to have the happiest cup known to man. <clears throat> What's popping with you, Pat? How how you doing this week, my brother? I'm I'm fine, man. Next, I had to, the week started. Next thing you know, it was the end of the week. <sighs> yeah, uh, yeah. This was a this was one of them ones for me, bro. I. Yeah. I I struggled this week. Um, had a lot going on. Uh, definitely had some mental health struggles. Definitely had some uh, life struggles. Had a chipmunk in my fucking house. Yeah, I remember you said that shit. And had to deal with that in the midst of, like, I was already dealing with some shit. And then next thing I know, I get called by the wife. Like, uh, so... Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Um, and I'm terrified and I need you to come home immediately because there's a chipmunk in our house and it's in our bedroom and he just waved at me. And uh, <laughs> so I literally came home to my wife on the bed like not moving. In the middle, and mind you, she's in the middle of a business meeting uh-huh. and the chipmunk says hello. So she's conducting this meeting as I'm going around trying to get this fucking chipmunk. And she's like, don't kill it. Don't kill it. So I spent a good two hours just trying to catch this motherfucker. Now, I don't know where this motherfucker got in the house at, but to my knowledge, she left the door open the day before talking about she wants some fresh air. So, and he was a, he, he wasn't a huge chipmunk. So I'm assuming mm-hmm. he was some warmth. He was cold. Mm-hmm. To get up in here so uh <laughs> it didn't go well for him uh i let out all of my week's frustrations on on that motherfucker uh yeah it got to the point where like we are like five hours in the chipmunk watch 
We haven't caught him. I've cornered him in the kitchen. He's running to some nook in the wall. I don't I don't even mm. know where, where where the nook is. So I just try to seal it up. But then next thing I know, he appears in the bedroom again. So next thing I know, I go upstairs. I'm going to tell the wife I love her. I'm like, you know, we done sealed them up. And then I see this motherfucker in the corner. So I'm like, look, I can't catch this motherfucker. Can I just kill him? I don't want blood on the carpet. No, baby. Uh, it's time to just kill this motherfucker. Uh, blood be damned. We can we can get the blood out. So I agree that I won't kill it with blood. I will find a way to do it without. So I give my son's T-ball bat that he used to play with. And I corner this motherfucker and I bop him. Bop, bop. Got him once in the back, once in the tail. And then I just put him in a trash can and threw him outside. And he rolled around in a circle until he died. Mm. Bloodless. And uh, I feel like I did God's work. I kept the circle of life going and uh, I saved my wife. And, uh, I never forget Uncle Curtis. Y'all know Uncle Curtis, Pod Squad. Uh, he told me when I got married, the best advice I ever got, and it's lived true and it's worked and it's kept my family together and intact since then. He said, Protect your family against anything and anybody for the rest of your life, and you'll be all right. And he'd been married for, you know years and years you know what i'm saying like an adult's years so like I t I, I, it works mm-hmm yeah so, like, noon i ever got in my life because of that damn chipmunk shout out to you chip chip chip, chip and dale motherfucker. hey motherfuckers. and uh what's up guys welcome to so the we party <laughs> a show with three friends Separated by distance, connected by brotherhood, having weekly conversations that you can join in on. And as always, I am one third of the partners. It's your boy Tiz, and I'm along with it's the other third of the partners, the Padawan here. And um currently, in honor of his him being away, I, I'm I'm taking the smoke uh <laughs> shift for a face mob because uh our brother is currently in a hospital right now, making getting him. Get himself checked up, making sure he's all right with himself, and we wish him all the best. Indeed, uh, he's taking he's doing some much needed self maintenance that uh, mm -hmm. myself, Pat, and uh, other loved ones have been urging him to do for years. So, you know, it's just that time, and uh, we wish him all the best. And we know he's gonna make a speedy recovery, and he'll be back when he's able to be back. And in the meantime, me and Pat. It's gonna hold this shit down. You Pat has already lit up the honorary uh cannabis in honor of face. You know, somebody gotta be doing it. So uh yeah, there you go. And uh face, you be up, proud of this one. We up in you this be thing. proud of this one. You be proud of this how uh how I rolled this one, face. I've been getting good. He been rolling, 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 and now he's getting good. Cali yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. But we up in this thing, man. Uh, another week, episode ninety nine. Um, we are at the Warren Sap of this shit, and uh, we are literally on the precipice of our one hundredth one hundredth episode 
as we've just recently hit a thousand, <laughs> we're now like a thousand eleven. Uh, we're we're life is going well for the partners, and it's all because of y'all pod squad. Keep liking, keep commenting, keep sharing, keep subscribing, keep joining these conversations we're having. Please comment, man. I, I like that some of the newer subs have come in and they come in comment. Um, had a very <clears throat> debate with a couple of them, and I enjoy that type of thing. Like, it's okay to come in and not agree. Like, mm -hmm. just around and you know what I'm saying. One of these conversations might fuck with you, and you might agree. And the ones you don't, let us know why. Like, we enjoy just the banter and just the literal of it all because that's how we grow as humans is by just having these conversations so keep coming like just keep joining man we, I'm, I'm really souped up about where we're headed um mm -hmm. there's going to be some shifts in the near future that's going to allow me to speak on a lot more content and be a lot more free which is going to really open things up um yeah man life is good life is okay it's fucked up but it's okay mm -hmm. how you how you doing, Pat? I'm about the same, man. It's uh, I can't complain. When I get to a point of complaining, you the problem gets solved. Mm -hmm. You on that book of sugar? You over there snorting a lot? Nah, man, it's cold. You know, cold coughing. This blood is a very big blood. It's making me cough a lot. So that's that's all it is. Plus, you know, the temperature dropped like a motherfucker. <clears throat> I had to get thermaled up. Just hear you there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> nah, I ain't never do. I ain't never up. doing that shit. I ain't never doing that shit. If I, if you see me sniffling nose, that's a sinus problem. That is, that is nothing of the sort. I don't like. I don't even like shit going up my nose. Period. Anyway, I got you. Over test ain't your friend. Yeah, like certain drugs, I could never get with because they're not comfortable for me. I, I feel like if. If you're gonna get a high, it's got to be comfortable or whatever. It's it's not. I'm not sticking no needles. I'm not none of that shit. No. <clears throat> yeah, my rule is if I can't grow it, I don't blow it. And uh, yeah, only thing I know how to grow is marijuana. So if <clears throat> I was gonna do it, I was gonna do that. Uh, I know I can grow tobacco, so you know. The, the the cigarettes is definitely something I've battled with over the years, um. But like CBD and tobacco, you know, that do me fine. Mm -hmm. yeah, we moving on, and uh, my favorite thing, man, the cool part about when it's just uh, a couple of us, man, we kind of get an abbreviated version of a show, but we kind of get into some some bullshit early. Mm -hmm. Is a less balanced and uh without face to give us the seriousness. This is gonna be we're a very wonky show. Um, so I hope y'all are strapped in pod squad because uh me and Pat are ready. We hooded up, Pat over there looking like loaded lux with the gray hoodie. Uh so let's get this shit popping, man. Uh we we jumping straight off into it, man. It is time for episode 99. Pat, I think Good. it's that time, brother. Episode 99. Good The, the good and fuckery. We up in this bit. Good and fuckery. Let's get into it. Yeah, for us this right. week. Well, um, I'm start off with some good. Um, maybe it was some good that came out of the fuckery of the vaccine, pretty much, because okay. they say the co 
COVID vaccine makers say that a uh, cancer vaccine could be come reality in the next 10 years. Oh, so hopefully through this vaccine stuff, we're actually getting some good out of it. <clears throat> well, in honor of that, man, happy breast cancer month. Um, happy mm -hmm. survivors, <clears throat> uh, you know, awareness month. Like just shout out to my auntie who survived breast cancer. Shout out to all of the women out there who survived this. Shout out to the brothers out there who survived breast cancer. That small population. Just shout out to you if you survived any type of cancer. And fuck cancer. Let's continue to push forward on that. And if we can get a vaccine for that, I'm signing up. Like, mm -hmm. I, I'm right now, man, where there's so much shit attacking us, man. Like, all right, chip me up. Whatever I got to do so I can keep living. Like, give me that chip. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to, I don't want my son to bury me. That feel you. Not not yet. You feel me? Like I, I should out he should outlive me, but like he shouldn't have to grow up without me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's at the point we had like it's it's people dying now that's like they're at ages and situations where they wouldn't have died back in the like when I was growing up. So like it's getting scarier. So yeah. Back mm -hmm. Get that cancer vaccine popping. Yes, whoever, do, yeah, do that. Exactly. Yep. Well, Tiz said he'll sign up for that. And uh, speaking of signing up, this is one. I I thought this was personally a good for everyone, pretty much. I that's why I think. I I um, what is it that group, that K-pop group, the BTS? They had to oh, sign up to. Yeah, that guy, those guys, they have to serve mandatory military duty in South Korea. Oh, they about to go pop, pop, pop. That shit. Mm -hmm. From K-pop to AK pop. Singing on the battlefield, baby. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh they gonna be targets. Mm-hmm. From from K-pop to AK pop. Can you imagine the national ransom for them fuckers. Like that shit is gonna be serious. Like they need to be very careful with that. And I hope the military has some type of plan to like make sure they stay anonymous. Cause if they get caught, like they fuck. Like they're going to be high commodity, high value targets in the mm -hmm. You did. I don't I don't think they they probably go to capture them and be like, sing all your greatest hits. Yeah, yeah. Um, that while we wait on this big bag that uh your government is gonna send us for you, exactly, exactly. But uh, from one group that the children love, uh, there's another. Here's a bit of fuckery that I think the um all parents should be aware of. Oh shit, man! Children as young as six are suffering from dry eye disease due to too much screen time. On their devices, I can see that. Mm -hmm. I can see that. Um, as a parent, I, I definitely see the effects of that. Uh, my son be like, I have to literally like force him. Like, like we we going outside, we going to play, we going to for a walk, we going to the playground, we going to the park. Let's go play tennis. Let's go shoot some. Let's go throw the football. Like, it, it's a thing. Like they will sit there and get zombie fat. 
if you don't interject as a parent like they're not like we were as a kids where like we would get bored of the screen and be like yo where is everybody in the neighborhood at what is everybody doing let me go ride my bike anybody outside playing basketball anybody outside doing something like who who playing football today who wrestling who 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 house we going over like who backyard we in what, what woods we going to explore you know what i mean like it was a thing as a kid to like get up and get out like your parents didn't even let you sit down long enough. Like literally, if it was a Saturday morning, like it was not even an option. It was up clean with the family, and then uh, possibly yeah. see some of them cartoons that you wanted to see. I, I'll see you when the streetlights come on. You come in for lunch, get your food. I'll <clears> see you back at dinner. You thirsty? Drink that hose. You gotta pee uh, unless you gotta take a mean shit. Like you out there. And there ain't no coming in and out. So if you like friends, uh, you pretty much stuck once you come in. So you know, like, oh, I'm now I'm, we outside. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. What's the next objective after this one? Because uh, we ain't going home. So like, it's different now, man. Like these kids will sit there all day. Like, I've literally, I've had days when me and my wife would be chilling, and you know, we'll be just exhausted, man, and we will sleep and my son will sit down on the switch and the tablet all day and won't even try to exude any extra effort to move around you know what i mean now the good part about yeah, my son you know he got them superpowers so like he'll like at random just get up and be like huh i just want to run so he get it out and then you know obviously me and the wife you know make sure that we put him in situations where he's constantly moving you know but it's a thing, so I can see that. Like, mm-hmm. I can see that coming a new, like having new conditions and health issues. Anytime, yeah, hell yeah. Everything. Anytime you do something outside of moderation, there's something that'll happen. Yeah, that's the, that's the shit. You know what? Uh, when when Lil Kim sang in that old Negro spiritual with the locks, money, power, respect. And she was like, it's the key to life. No, it ain't money, power, respect. It's moderation. If you do everything in your life in a moderate amount, you will have an excess of success and happiness. But if you do everything in excess, you will have a moderate to low amount of happiness. And that's just run out. You cannot overdo anything. I think that's the one. That's the one thing I've actually learned listening to LL Cool J. Mind you, I don't really fuck with LL Cool J like that, but I would say I've heard him say that one time. Everything in moderation, and I was like, you know what? He right. <clears throat> he right. That shit in the novel, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's just uh, uh, one of them things. that's like one of them universal truths like do unto others like it's certain shit that no matter what religion no matter what heritage no matter what culture you come from that shit just universally ring true i think that's one of them like if you overdo anything like everything is good in some form if it's done at the right amounts like Mm -hmm. certain drugs that like if you have a microgram of it you're good any more than that you're dead shrooms and yeah but it's like, they say, but like it, there's certain things like I, I think 
that's the problem with our country in specific, but the world in general these days, like we overindulge in everything. Like it's an over, like social media in itself ain't bad. You use it the mm-hmm. right way. You you engage <clears throat> time to time. You use it as a source of entertainment from time to time. Cool. But if you're a, on it all day, every day, addicted to who's liking, who's scrolling, who's posting, who's doing this, who's doing that, like then it that's becomes a cause disorder. Exactly. Yeah. You watch TV, cool. Catch a show. You 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 watch your movies from time to time. But if you that's all that you do, problem. Video games. You play, you get your game in, but then you get off of it. You go do other shit. Cool. But if you just sit there all day and that's all you do, then that's a problem. Like even if you yeah. do it for a living, like even if you work, you go to work all day every day and you never take time for your family, your life, your 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 just health, your 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 free time, like you just nope, it's gonna work. That shit a oh, that shit a problem. Yeah, killer. Every, it, 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 even with money, like it ain't the money that's the root of the evil. It's the love of it. It's the overindulgence in it. You get you some money and you get well off. You good. Is when you like. Oh no, I gotta have all the money. All exactly. All the anything. All because you get because if you get all the money and all the fame and all that stuff, do you know what's going to be? All you're going to be is a target. <clears throat> Indeed. Rest in peace, PNB. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, um, let's see. Speaking of targets, uh, this is where the fuckery gets kind of weird. Um, yeah, like like I said, speaking of targets. Oakland police discussing the possibility of using armed killer robots in emergency situations. Speaking of targets. Like Terminators? <clears throat> yeah. Um, like the little, says, te- like the little uh, weeble wobble robots that was in like the Terminator 2, I think it was, or Terminator 3. Like I, I when know. I was looking up the... Mm-hmm. The uh, weird looking T Rex thing. Like I don't think it's um I don't know. I think it's like some of the old like the videos I did before where they're like little um they just look like a box with legs or something and they may just have like guns attached to it or something like that or whatever. So like um when I looked, I didn't really see any examples. You don't need no I don't I don't ever see I don't I don't ever think anything with humans, technology and robots and arm robots yeah. in general is nah, I don't yeah. I'll I know they're movies, but throw me that weird ass Sophia or whatever <clears throat> her name is. Like I, I don't <clears throat> think robots need to have anything militarized. Like they that, that's a little too it's too they yeah, doing too it, much shit now, man. It's like too many and we we had too many occasions where we had some whistleblowers saying they had they had um pretty much they had like uh the ai asking questions to the point that they seem like they're sentient or whatever and yeah that that's 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 the issue um, I, I don't say we don't want to get too close to that man we're going to have a terminator problem pretty much i'm good I'm good. I'm good. I'll say this. In the near future, if we don't be careful, 
we gonna be slaves to some robots, or they gonna be done started to like fight, but like we're making them too <clears throat> intelligent. Like we like shit can become a self fulfilling prophecy, and like you know we've had our time over the over the years where you know it's been chill, but we we reaching that critical mass of technology of like all right, yo, it, it, what are we doing? <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> do do we really need that? Like er, everything ain't good. Mm-hmm. So shit, you know, we let that slide. We don't really need that that bad. Be good. Some sometimes a scientist curiosity is way too much. Way way too much. You're going way too that ahead. Part. Take baby yeah. steps. Take baby steps. I keep reminding me, it keeps reminding me of this like I'm gonna go real nerd for a second or whatever, but there was a point in time where Wolverine died and then they brought him back. And then in, in one of the stories in Wolverine or whatever, Wolverine had a flashback of when he was talking to Iron Man and he was like warning Iron Man of like, like scientist curiosity. But he was like, look, you gotta, if anything happens to me, you gotta promise they don't do anything with my DNA or whatever. And then he saw that spark inside Tony Starks that had him like, um, but you know, like when, when a scientist realized something, he was like, yo, but if we did this and this, then this could happen or whatever. Mm-hmm. They always think about the possibilities. They don't think about, hey, if this is in the wrong hands or if this goes wrong, something, traumatic can happen you know what i'm saying so and i think i think we've had too many cases where it seems like these scientists are coming straight out of the comic books and they're getting their curiosity um running rampant pretty much causing problems we we are definitely reaching some uh super villain level of uh weird shit going Mm -hmm. on with you bro and i'm not feeling it no no bad enough and not only that another thing on the fuckery not only that we got the super villain type technology and craziness going on we also have like comic book s nature situations going on because this hurricane in that's ravaging mm-hmm. florida mm-hmm. is is pushing out flesh eating bacteria it's like a Sharknado. It's a freaking hurricane of flesh-eating okay. disease. Oh, like leprosy? So you end up looking yeah. like Paris off of House of Dragons? Yeah, like people are getting like, uh, they're getting hit with the the um the hurricane in the area and the waters that comes in with the flood is bringing in this bacteria and the bacteria is a flesh eating bacteria. I already seen, I already seen like one video where a dude was like, I will never swim. I think he said in South beach or whatever, because it's near a sewage. Swim in South beach. Never swim in South beach. Yeah, I think because he said that it was like uh, it was a sewage. My flesh, you eat my flesh. 
one of them sewage um factories or whatever when they and it and they push the sewage out into the water and then the people are out on the beach going into the sewage ass water that is good and nasty mm-hmm. um, but speaking of oh. flesh eat have you seen house of dragon i have seen Watch some that show yet. i have yet to watch it in, in its entirety bruh. Bruh. bruh i'm gonna get on it watch it i need y'all <laughs> the season finale is tomorrow i need y'all to watch it i'll binge like, it tomorrow i need I'll to talk to, i need to talk to others about this like me and the wife be just myself just discussing but i need to talk to the world about this <laughs> i'm gonna binge i'm gonna binge it i'm gonna binge it tomorrow when i tell you whatever it's on raw, on prime it's on hbo max so max okay i think i yeah. i think they just took money out of my account to pay for it so i should be able to watch we trial it but like bruh it is fucking great tv now it's dark as hell and when i say dark i mean literally dark like there's episodes where it's like why did y'all use like they used a little camera technique nope did to make the nighttime scenes but it'd be like just black mm-hmm so you're gonna have to adjust your brightness to like the brightest setting you can find on your TV. But uh you know say, with that that makes sense because there was no there was no traffic lights in that area. So like in, in a, at that time. So when it's day, night, bro. it's it's dark, it's pitch black dark. Yeah. That's how it looks on the screen and this shit. But when I tell you this shit is like all right, if you like uh did you hold on first of all before you get in. Did you actually watch uh, Game of Thrones? I've I've watched some. Of, I I haven't seen like I seen like the first two or three seasons of Game of Thrones. So okay. like, and then I've read up on it. So I know like you know pretty okay. much as long as you going. understand like the houses, especially the Targaryens with the mm-hmm. Bad King and Daenerys and all of them, like it'll make sense. But. Okay. You can watch it standalone and it's just a good show. But when I tell you, like, it, when I tell you from like family drama to like weird incest to like uh, dragons fighting each other to kids cutting eyeballs out, like, it's like, it, it's raw, bro. Like, it's a cool ass show. And it's like, it gives you so, it, it's like breaking bad, but like, uh medieval i guess medieval family <laughs> yeah 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 i guess that's the best way i can describe it but it's it's a fucking i know that's very no no topic and ain't got shit to do with nothing but brother if you get a chance i'm i'm going on it i'm gonna i'm gonna get on it i'm gonna get on it because you've been you've been telling me to get on it for the past for the past um Thank God for anything here. Pause on that, what I just said. But anyway, you've been telling me to like yeah, on anything. Just uh watch the show. Just you know, to watch the show for a while. So I'm gonna end up watching. I'm definitely yeah. I'm gonna start tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, because I gotta start. Um I need something to watch while I start working on this comic book project. So that'll Let's work get for me. Let's get it. Work. Much. But um work that's that is Alan, bro. Yes, sir. Those are the other topics I had for the fuckery. But you know, 
now we're getting into another part of the fuckery where I like to call the Yay Report. Yeah, because it seems like every week this he nigga Kanye, this nigga Kanye, man, I swear to God, he's like the new Umar for us. Yo, <laughs> yo, yeah, I can see that. He, it's it's you know what it is, man. Like mm-hmm. the Pierce Morgan shit even showed like it's the he's reached a new level of ego where he does it's no turning back. It's mm-hmm. uh it's a level of self-confidence to a fault. Like I am so into me, there is nothing else. And when you get to that level, like it, it's like, yeah, it's the it's, world has to humble you. The world yeah, has to humble like, you. Like things are going to have to crumble and burn and crash before any change happens because now you believe that you are something that you're not. And and, yeah. and I think we're at that point. I think we're at that point because yeah. Balenciaga, uh, Balenciaga's like not fucking with him no more. It's like Vogue is not fucking with him no more. I'm seeing a report every other hour that somebody is not fucking with Kanye anymore. But aren't we surprised? No, I'm not. Like, I, I feel like when you've done the level of fuckery that he's done, it's going to get to this point. Like, there's <clears throat> a... So now I will say this. as a As an American culture especially, but in the world, it seems, you know, if you have talent, people will overlook a lot of bullshit. But like mm-hmm. Antonio Brown, who seems to be associated with Kanye as well, um, there is a level where people will get tired of, like, your talent yeah, doesn't shit. matter. Like, now you're just like... Annoying. Like, it ain't that serious. We can find somebody else that's talented. Yeah, there's a we lot of beat makers. Dealing with this bullshit. Yeah. And I yeah. think Kanye is getting there, and that's the scary part because he has documented mental health that he's told us about. I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now, Kanye. There's he's not one beat you made. Meds, he's going to be wild, and there's nobody stopping him or getting him help. There's just a bunch of people that's either disowning him, or <clears throat> they are latching on and leeching for whatever clout they can get from being around him but they're not actually helping him like the man but i mean he is, is it their up. fault is their fault no is it there at this point because if it's if not a he can't thing, it's a love thing pat like it ain't uh it, it's my fault if you fall but if i can do some as a human <sighs> come on but, man like but if the person is not even willing to listen to you and every time somebody actually tries to talk to you, you just be like, you don't got the answers. You don't got the answers. Like, think about this. Like, Chance the Rapper has defended him. He wows out on Chance the Rapper. Um, who else? Um, Common. Like, all the people that he used what to I fuck mean with. Is, though, behind the scenes, no cameras, no social media. How many people do we know for sure have come to him on a level that he can understand and had an intervention where they got him to an actual place of professional help? Or how many people have come at him and talk shit 
about the shit he doing to him, but not like like when you dealing with somebody that's like that, you can't talk to them normal. I think the only, I I I I think with his case, man, it's like it's. If you can just speak, I can still he's, hear. You. Like he's unapproachable. Like they, I, I feel like at this point he's unapproachable. And if you're at a point that you're unapproachable, if I'm trying to give you help, you're not even listening to what he's saying. You're just, you're just gonna be like, you don't have the answer, Sway, to everybody. It took him 10 years to admit that Sway was right about something. And we have seen throughout them 10 years how right Sway was because he keeps complaining about these same white people that he's been trying to be like. <laughs> and he tries his hardest to be the whitest that he can possibly be. He's like he's like a musical Uncle Ruckus. That's that's I swear to God, that's that's what he is, pretty much. But <laughs> It's annoying, man. It's it's fucking it's fucking annoying. Like after a while, like you can't. If all they doing is screaming at you or whatever, like I have a I had a friend like this too or whatever. Like even even if you try to advice or they always going through something, and you try to say something, you know, like advice or try to say some real stuff to them, and then they start snapping on you like. Like that's not what they wanted to hear, you know what I'm saying? And and in your mind, you're like, it doesn't matter what you want to hear because what you want to hear is not helping you, right? You know what I'm saying? Like some people, you just can't you can't do nothing with them. After a while, you can say your piece and say as much as you can, but like if if they're not willing to ex- accept what you're saying or even care enough to even listen to what you say. Or look at you like you're beneath them, you know what I'm saying? Then yeah. it's no point of even it's no it's no point of even trying to get through to him. Yeah, that's real. And I think I, that's where he's at right now. And I and like I said, I think that it's come to the point of no return where these things has to happen to him for him to humble his fucking self or whatever. That's, because that's part of it, yeah. Because Donda I, I, didn't. Teaching to be an asshole. I, I'm. I refuse to think that Donda. This was in Donda's vision for him to be an asshole like this, or whatever. Because he didn't start off like that. Exactly. This, this is a manifestation of his mental health issues combined with a Grief. almost twenty year run of people kissing ass. Mm-hmm. And, when you, and when you put both of those things together, you get a egotistical person who has manic episodes and nobody to check them and no medication to even it out. So you you get this. And that's the scary part for me. Like as a person who struggles with mental health, I know what happens when I'm not on my medication. Mm-hmm. I mean that in a crutch way, but let's like. I know I struggle more. I'm more irritable. I'm more likely to have panic attacks. I'm more like, so I'm thinking if my shit is like that, then being bipolar, like he's going to have more of these manic rant months of like, I'm going crazy for this month. And then I'm going to be completely contrite for another month. Like he's going to have these highs and complete lows. Cause he's told us what is going on. And we, 
keep judging him based off of something else. So, like, is that a point for me where, like, until somebody really give him help, I'm just going to ignore him. And I'm going to yeah. hope that and, we can, like, should really be on a him. Maybe it will get to a point where he realizes, okay, this isn't working. Let me try something else. And maybe he leans more to the contrite part, and that allows him to get some help from somebody. He needs but. to... He needs to go. He needs to stay away from a camera for a while. That's what he needs to. The camera is fucking him up. Man, the camera are the kind of people who like when they don't get help, they end up hurting themselves up. And that is what I'm most worried about. Just mm -hmm. I don't want to have like a he put himself into a sleep and stayed there or no weird shit. Like um, you know. I like he, he he be on some fuck shit. Don't get me wrong, but I also don't want to see the demise of the other either. Yeah, you know, I'm the same way. It's, I'm it's, definitely it's the same way. Place that he put me in at this point, like well, I'm worried about him more than anything. But at the same time, like I need him to just be on mute for a minute, and I need for him to realize that he is not the the of black people. Period. He's just, he's not, he's not the voice of black people. Like, I, I think every time he steps up to one of these white outlets, he thinks he's the voice of black people. And then white people be looking at him like, well, he's the most famous black person or whatever. So what he got to say might be true. And then you say some shit like slavery is a, was an option. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Nah. Nah. No. Nah, nah. I'm gonna tell y'all right now, he's nah, not nah, the nah. representative. He's not the representative of my black ass. Hell no. Nope. Don't not agree with anything. Now. Do not agree with anything this nigga saying. Nah, we don't really pay him that much, man. Uh -uh. Not mm -hmm. at all. Agree. Agree. But uh, yeah. God bless Kanye. We're gonna pray for him and uh. Yeah, just keep them in your prayers out there, y'all. Pretty much. You got this one thing on the uh, on the end of the fuckery that seems like it goes along with Kanye's coonery. Twerking in the cotton field. Who was twerking in the cotton field? Meg Thee Stallion. Yeah. Amber I don't know, man. Is somebody? Maybe this was something you didn't add this up here. On the fate of the good and fuckery? I don't know. Did I put that up there? If somebody put this know. up there. It was either I'm you or Faith. But I went and saw it because I want I wanted to see the twerking was actually worth seeing <laughs> up to par. <laughs> you went to go judge, to par with twerking and make sure it was uh, uh worth anybody's time. Yeah, I wanted to make sure that the, at least the twerking part of it was up to par with, you know. Was it, was it nice? You know what? That was actually up to par. It was good. Now, I don't like. It was yeah, good nickery. It was good Because that's what I'm going at. You know Yeah, that's what it was. It is something. I, I just didn't I just didn't agree with the, the background and the, and the setting. This is what we've come to, though, Pat. It, it, I can't wait till this shift happens where I'm able to really speak my mind, but I'm going to tell you, Pat, this is where we've come to. This is not 
going, this is not a sign of like the outlier. This is the norm. And it's going to get worse in the very near future. Just watch. No, the way it the way it is, it's like it's we have so, another 10 years of this, Pat. I I almost first, brother. I'm almost feel like that I am not surprised. I'm more surprised that I haven't seen it already. Man, I to be honest with you, I am more surprised that I have not seen it already than at this point because I have already since the beginning of the internet. You, 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 it's easy to miss some fuckery these days, Pat, because it's so it comes so it happens so fast. Yeah, in different forms. And then thirty minutes later, it's another crazy ass thing that is wilder than the last. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna keep on. And this is not. This is the. This is not like the tipping point. This is like the big, the first few drops. That's the crazy part. That's the scary part. This will continue and get worse, bro. Mm-hmm. You understand me? This is just the beginning, brother. It's sad, but it's it sad. has begun. It has. It has, my brother. Um. Well. I feel like since we've been talking about uh, somebody that's kind of been a, you know, a recurring theme on our show. uh, I heard something from another recurring uh, member of our show. Oh, sister Jada. Um, And uh, in the interview where she was talking about uh, how she, Will Smith and his ex-wife take trips together without her, you know, and they go on, you know, family vacations and hang out and, meet up in spots without her and you know it's completely benign and you know platonic and all those good words um but it got me to thinking as a married man pat you you cool with your significant other going on dates or hanging out or going on trips with another with an ex without you me honest with y'all let me be honest with y'all now I know there could be situations where if I really examine it, it it might not phase me. That also depends on the trust I have with that person, how much I know that person, and how much I know their relationship. But if you're gonna ask me flat out in a general basis, would I would be comfortable? with my significant other out there with their with their ex at any time i'm gonna be like hell the fuck no and even if i know the situation it is not a situation that i'm not shouldn't be worried about somewhere in my subconscious mind i'm thinking to myself no i'm not comfortable i'm waiting for you to bring your ass back (laughs) (laughs) we're going to discuss And then we're going to discuss everything that's going on because what you're not going to have me looking is like a fool in these streets. I'll fuck you and that motherfucker to fuck up. (laughs) Man, now me and my wife have a great relationship. We're very open. We talk about everything. Like we, we, she knows my past very vividly and vice versa. But I ain't gonna front. I'm in a unique situation. Well, me and my wife, right? Oh. 
listeners, you'll get this video. This will never come to YouTube. Um, but anyway, uh, so my wife, right? She, is, I'm her second in life. So her ex before me was her first. Oh, nigga, no. No, we ain't going back. We ain't about to take, no. We ain't about to get that. No chance to rekindle no shit. I'm straight. And I'm, and I'm very secure myself, but I just know human nature. Like, yeah, I'm not about to go hang out with my first. Damn sure I ain't about to go hang out with my first. My first was a abuse, but my first one that I wanted. I ain't mm-hmm. about to go hang out with her. We ain't about to kick it. What the fuck is he hanging for? Now, in Will's case, now Will say this: he got kids with it. I ain't yeah. I'm cool with parenting. Like if my wife had kids before me or something like that, I'd be cool with her. Yeah, there's a there's a purpose behind his. I'd be yeah. cool with her going to engagements. You know, obviously, like you know, you got to show up to graduations and recitals and games and shit. And that motherfucker gonna be there, and y'all gonna have to interact and chill. And I get all that. We ain't going on no trips, though. No, you ain't going to no motherfucking island and go hang out with n- nigga. No. Well, where we going? We can go. If I'm, I'm there, if I'm there, we grave it. We grave it, baby. We all hang out with me and this nigga going to dap up. We can, yeah, we can have a great old week, but I'm going to be there. I think the reason I think, I think uh, Jada don't go because she ruins the vibe. I nowadays I'm kind of look at her like she's a vibe, she's a vibe ruiner. Like everything would be cool, it would be no drama, no beef with them or anything. If she stay her happy ass home, if she goes with them, that's when it's gonna be some drama. And it's next thing you know, there's another fucking red table talk that nobody wants. Probably stay away from most situations. To be my other, my other point is that, sir, God has really blessed you with your wife because yeah. that you're the second that means you don't have like, oh yeah know? yeah yeah we got you, uh, like when i say me and my wife are polar opposites the fact that we are as strong and as dedicated and have been this long faithfully is amazing to both of us a lot like i was a whore she was a very chill girl her first major boyfriend as an adult was her first like she was very much on the normal path of like i'm living my life the good way you know what i'm saying got her degree the first time through with honor like she was the shit man you and been- then some thug ass me stumbling through hold up we don't we don't we done lost three children already uh out here still acting a fool uh God. cops coming to chase you every weekend like, like yeah so the fact that me and my wife got together in general and like made it this far is crazy you want to know the other reason why that um been single for so long because your wife is one in a million because the rest of these no nah, i'm gonna tell you these- I'm gonna tell you what I gotta is. compete with every nigga she's talking to and every uh-huh. nigga before. Jeez. Not necessarily I don't have to compete with nobody, but nowadays, like that's like um look, 
I'm gonna tell you what it is, though, man. It's the ones you be overlooking. They be beautiful as hell, but you don't be peeping them because you be looking for the baddie. It's what your eyes is trained for, Pat. I've seen your girls. You have a certain type. Damn it. And that type is going to lead you to have crazy girls in your life. Like, That's they true. bad. You, you like the baddies. They just don't have the hat hairs all the time. They, they, they often have natural hair, but they be like real baddie type. Uh, it, it's a lot of yes, bitch in them, even if they don't say yes. Like, yeah, take it back to A. Back at ODU, the- back A. If you know who A is, like, mm. like, like, I want you to just see that stream. Even, see. even the Caucasian girl, like, all of them have a similar thread of but, like. It's the, the like thing. you like that on the edge. It's like. They that just thing. good enough to get by, but they got that. So, yeah, and the thing is, right? I don't try to go and talk to them. They come to me. But that's the thing. You allow it. See, this is the thing. When I got with Poop, the reason that shit happened, you got to think about where I was at in life. Mm-hmm. I was coming off the, 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 the Brenda shit. Mm-hmm. And I was in a place of like after that shit I was so jaded off of women I was really on some like I'm on me for a girl True. to get my attention she gonna have to be like the shit mm-hmm. you also have to realize for months I, me um, and Poop worked together and didn't like each other like I didn't care for her that much I had her number for months and never called once not a not a dial, not a drunk dial. She hollered at me, but it was at a point where I was like, "All right, I'll see what's up with you." But I still was jaded. It's just mm-hmm. she was actually the real deal. But I put myself in that position because I was working on me, so I was able to find a girl that was like, I, I was able to be there. If I mm-hmm. wasn't at a certain place with myself. And knowing who I was and understanding what I would accept, what I would not accept, then I would have still been experimenting. We would not have, like, I would not have dealt with her. And, or, or, you know, what I mean, I would, like, I wouldn't even probably gave her a chance. Like, I, th- I think at the end of the day, it comes down to, like, where you at. Like, mm-hmm. when you hit a certain, it's like you get tired of certain shit. And it's like, all yeah. right. Look, it's basically what happens to women, but it happens to them later. For me, it happened to me early in life. But you got to remember too, I'm weird. I wanted a fa- I wanted a full family, marriage, picket fence, kids, two car garage, all that at 17. I was True. a teenager who wanted a family. So like, there's certain shit that in me was already there that lined up. You feel me? Like I had been engaged twice. I had done certain things by that point where it was like, I'm ready for this. I had, I had fucked a certain amount of girls. Like I, I think men often overlook that piece in themselves of like, have I actually reached that critical place of like, I am at a point where I can forsake all other and be focused on this one. Mm-hmm. What happens is we force ourselves into a lot of shoes that don't fit. And then we end up, and this shit don't work because we weren't really ready in the first place. Like, are you even ready for that level of a commitment with a woman to where you're able to make it work on that level without saying, man, fuck this, I'm out. 
Like I had to be in a place where I was willing to get past fuck this, I'm out and say, no, fuck this, we gonna work it on, work on it. That's even a, a thing. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't there, me and Poop never get here. You did true, true. Like that that is a, a process within myself that came with a lot of losses and wins before that that led me to that. If you ain't had that certain amount of experiences yet. Like I had a lot of compressed because like I my my life experience was compressed at an early age. So like yeah. there's a lot that most people experience over 20 years that I experienced in like five to seven years because of a certain lifestyle I was living, the situations I put myself in, etc. So like I think it's unfair to judge. Like I always tell people, like you can you can get nuggets of like how to work on shit for me and poop but you can't get like how to get her or me or her get me mm-hmm. because that's like some shit that like it almost wasn't supposed to happen like we kind of defy the odds like yeah. we are both capricorns but yet we are very different like she is very like she likes to she she's into a very different train of thought than i am mm-hmm but it works because we work like we are both we were both on a place where like she wanted it bad enough and i wanted it bad enough and our growth lined up enough to where like the place i was growing to matched the trajectory she was on true but it had to be like i chose that t- time don't rush it like there's nothing yeah. that says you have to be you have to find that at no age and i think that society puts pressure on it like it ain't a race to it it's like get the right one period mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like there's a human need to have a companion so that shit makes sense for anybody to want somebody like that's normal but don't just want somebody to the point where you just accept anybody like it's okay to be like no i'm good like but that takes time you have to go through experiences to get to the point where you cool with being by yourself like when i met when i got with poop i wasn't fucking with nobody I'm, I was I'm, I'm just going out, having fun, partying, and then not calling nobody. Like I was on some shit where I wasn't dating, I wasn't doing nothing. Like the most you would get out of me is a dance at the club. Mm-hmm. So like I was at a point where I was like really just in myself and just enjoying myself and learning myself. So I was able to withstand. I was at a point where I didn't need Kuntu. You gotta be there if you need Kuntu. You're you 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 ain't red. I I'm I feel like I'm that way now because now I'm getting offers, but I'm like, yeah, you. It's like I can see all the bullshit before it happens if I deal with this. Well, there you go. So you already in a good place. So just stay there. And mm-hmm. Just keep your life in the meantime, like the right yeah. one, because um, what's gonna happen is. The right one is gonna come and it's not gonna feel forced. Like you're gonna like this is how I knew Pook was the one. We went on our first date. First of all, she hollered at me and was like, Why you didn't call me? I need you to we gonna I'm gonna call you at this time. We're gonna hang out this night, that etc. She set it all up, cool, right? Mm-hmm. But when we hung out the first night, I knew she was the one because the next morning, like we hung out all night, we talked for like six hours. I don't need you know me, Pat. I ain't no big talker like that. We yeah. talk for hours, bro. 
Yeah, you can with somebody for that the long. Morning, I woke up. We went. We went. She dropped me off because I had work, and I I offered her bread like, "Hey, you want some money? You got money in your pocket? Like, you know, what I'm saying we gonna like you good." I ain't never wanted to do that for no girl. True. I wanted a girl to take care of me. Give me, give me. I was always the chosen one. Like, nah, you, you gonna do right by me. Like, I was always, hey, buy me food. Give me this. Make me this. Do this for me. So I, it was like the first unselfish moment. Like, you're gonna find yourself not forcing things that formerly felt like forced. Like, yeah, hard for me to do. Like, no, nah, like it's. It's it's hard being married, but it's easy because I want to do it. It's mm-hmm. like a job you want. Like when you draw, that shit is difficult. It's difficult to get the detail in and make the foot look like you wanted to make it look, and make the hand yep. movement and make the motion lines look the exact way you wanted it in your brain and all that. But you like to do it, so it doesn't feel hard. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like the people that go to work, they come home, they physically tired, but they're mentally like excited to go back. Like yeah. that's the type of feeling that I have in my marriage. Like, and I think that that comes with time and just experience. You have to experience a lot of different types of women to know, like, oh, that's the, that's what I've been needing. Because mm-hmm. it ain't about what you want, even it's about what's the best for you. With like that marriage fits. is literally a partnership. Like what what's gonna make the best partner for me for the rest of my life? Not what's gonna make the best fuck buddy, the best the best homie. The, like it's all of those things. Like what what it. Mm-hmm. Put this analogy in it, but it, this is the best way I can make it make sense to people that's not in a healthy marriage. A healthy marriage is like you found the person that gives you A minuses and B pluses in everything. Like they're like the 90, like they're like the, they got a over, they overall 99 because every attribute is like a 92, 96, 93, 95, 90, you know what I mean? Like it's all high. None of them are perfect. There's flaws in each piece, but they're all so high. Like they balance out to like we can make this work, and they balance off of your shit. Like I'm really not a talker. I'm an introvert. My wife is an extrovert, so that means I don't have too much. I can do what I like to do anyway, which is listen. Mm-hmm. And then when I do talk, my words have more profound meaning because I'm actually saying something that matters to her. I'm a big texter. Which means that for her, she gets messages of affirmation and love throughout her day without having to be told just because that's what I that's my preferred method of communication anyway. So all the shit I've been wanting to say when I was sitting there in front of you that I ain't want to actually say verbally, mm-hmm. you get that now when you off. So now that fits her mode. Like like we we balance each other, you know what I mean? So that's all it is. But you got you don't know what your balance is that you don't experience a lot of shit. So that's why I say, like, so your royal oath, like. I'm a firm believer in people having like a long whole phase where they just let it all hang out and they go with the flow of every experience for just a quick minute to like experience as many experiences as you can. So that way you can actually know like this don't work. This does work. I can do this. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. But then when you find the person that kind of checks a lot of them while you're like, oh, all right. 
the bad are all bads that I can tolerate and the good are all goods that I need. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Hey, you. We work. Stay around. Stick around with me. You know what I mean? But yeah. Yeah. That's my two cents in Tiz's corner this week. Um, Texas. Hell no. I know we veered way the fuck off subject, but ain't no X. Uh, nah, hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. Nah. Nah, bro. Nah. 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 That ain't that ain't gonna happen, bro. We that is not the vibe, my boy. Not an X, not a not a boo, not a now. What I will say is this: I've always told my wife, we are stuck together. If either one of us cheat, that motherfucker gotta come in and pay bills. Like you are part of the family now, motherfucker. You have you mm-hmm. have officially made yourself part of the family. You take on all responsibilities thereof. Welcome. I clear out the gas room for you, nigga. And vice versa, if, if I was the other, but I ain't. I'm good. I I I do a threesome before I cheat. And I, ain't, I ain't even a fan of that because I'm scared. My like I'm insecure when it comes to my wife a little bit, man. Like I don't want nobody liking my wife. <laughs> like, like even another woman. Like nope, I don't want you. No, you eating a little too. You going a little too hard, ma'am. You're, you're you're enjoying you it's a little too much mm, 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 in your tongue action man Fuck too you. many compliments too many compliments. hey like i, yeah. I ain't even <laughs> i want to get freaking with my wife but i'm scared because i'm gonna have to beat a bitch ass or beat a nigga ass like straight up <laughs> yeah but uh ain't no exes jumping off jada will y'all some different uh creatures man y'all some unstable creatures but uh true true yeah, yeah, man, uh, that is our show. I got a black biz, but I'm gonna put it on a community page this week, uh, because I want to make sure I display it right. But uh, yeah, man, be beautifully true. Our gallery, keep fucking with them. Uh, they got their grand opening still happening at their new location. So uh, yeah, fuck with that. I'm gonna have details on the community page. Check the community page on YouTube for that. Um, but yeah, man, that brings us to the end of our show this week, Pat. Yeah. We about this motherfucker, and uh. Since we are about this motherfucker, make sure y'all take time, Pod Squad. If you're new, go ahead and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, subscribe on Spotify, Anchor, Apple, wherever you get your podcast at that you're listening to us at. Subscribe on that. Keep listening to us. Um, share, like if you're on YouTube and this is part of uh, something that you're watching there or something, uh, whatever. Do all of that. And then if you want to give us money, Make sure you go ahead to partner tears one dollar sign partner tears one on cash app or buy me a coffee.com backslash the partners where you can donate for as little as a dollar or sign up for membership there and get some of the old behind the scenes footage um you can also go to spotify or anchor and uh become a monthly member for 4.99 and support the pod uh, allow us to continue to grow um we are on our way to monetization on youtube so if you get a chance make sure you go there and let one of our playlists just play Keep like watch the shit, even if it's in the background. Put that shit on mute, let it play. Um, it helps us, gets us in the algorithm, and allows us to get monetized. We already got the subs, now we just need the money. Uh, so we on the way. Keep supporting us. Uh, if we said something that resonated with you, make sure you comment, man. Join the conversation. That's the whole point of these conversations. It's for you to join too. Um, yeah, and uh, 
after you've done all that, man, uh, make sure you go support at rtrayclothing.com where you can get all the partners merch, uh, partner socks, face socks, pat socks, tear socks, uh, shirts, clothing, AC83 gears, the only place you can get AC83 gears, the only place you can get the partners gear. Uh, so make sure you support in that way. Uh, get you some good merch, man. This face has stocked it up with some really dope designs. So go check that out. And Pat, how can they keep in touch with us, man? At sign T-H-E-P-O-D-N-A-S. That's at sign T-H-E-P-O-D-N-A-S. That is the Twitter. That is the TikTok. That's the Instagram. That's the Twitch. Uh, am I saying anything else? I think that's about it. And Facebook with Tish, Face Pat, all the partners. Holler at us. Yes, sir, motherfuckers. We out this thing. We hit you with another one. And then we out this thing. Have a great week, motherfucker. We love y'all. Peace. Next week, episode 100, bitches. That shit might have to be live. Mm -hmm. And we got 1,010 subscribers now. Yes, sir. So make sure you become that thousand and eleventh by hitting that subscribe button on YouTube and uh join the comment section in the chat next week when we go live for episode one hundred.